If just so all the big me girls marry red pill guys, the problem is solved. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We just yes. solved it. <laughs> Call me Einstein. Hey, we're done. <laughs> the hobby for president. <laughs> Hi everyone, you're listening to Mess and the City. I'm your host, Veronica. And I'm your co-host, Nahavi. And I feel so very lucky. We have a special guest today. Um, we have the creator and composer of the new Mean Girls musical. Jose, can you please tell us how it was to create that? Oh, you know, Mean Girls has been a passion of mine. Uh, I've always loved it. So to have the opportunity to, you know, do the musical is a huge honor. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Veronica, why Rachel would you McCaff- do that? <laughs> I was sad that Rachel couldn't make it back for the new movie. You mean Rachel McAdams? Yes. <laughs> I was not expecting that introduction. <laughs> No, but on the real, Jose, or as I know him as Chips, um, is from my hometown. He is a dear family friend, a good ass time, very hilarious Pokemon um, enthusiast and a huge (laughs) film fan. And yeah, like Chips, tell us, tell us how your week was. My week? It was pretty good. I had a good week. Uh, Watched a couple movies, then started a new book. So overall, it was really good. I enjoyed it. What book did you start? So I started The Brothers of Karamaz. I believe that's how you pronounce it. It's from a Russian author. And I guess it's a very uh, popular book. I just realized that. And I can see why. It's very uh, philosophical. And it definitely touches a lot on religious and atheists and all different themes of life. So it's pretty interesting so far. And Nahavi, how was your week? Tell me how that was. It was good. Nothing too crazy. Nothing eventful. However, because I knew we were going to jump on the podcast today, I did watch The Matrix so that I could at least... I felt like that was me preparing for the podcast <laughs> today. But yeah, we'll get into that a little later. But yeah, I'm doing fine. Um, But before we jump into the topic of today, how has your week been, Veronica? It's been really good. I'm fostering kittens. And so, like, if you hear some meows or anything in the background, that's because my two kittens are incredibly needy. Um, I also call them my interns because they love to be on the keyboard constantly. (laughs) So, so there it's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of like making sure they don't eat random things on the floor. And also like, they're very cuddly. They're really nice kitties. We named them Nebula and Voyager because my brother Ivan loves space, but I wanted to name them Cigarette and Ashtray because I thought that would be really funny. (laughs) Because of their color. No, honestly, oh. I just funny <laughs> because one is white and the other is gray, right? No, one's black and then the other one's gray. Oh, okay, okay. So I was gonna suggest salt and pepper, but that doesn't make sense <laughs> then if there isn't a white one. So yeah, but they're they're great. And if anyone's listening to this and you're in the DC Virginia area. 
they would be up they will be up for adoption in a few weeks and they are wonderful two little kitties um, oh my god they should totally hop in our dms if they, they want your kittens and they're wonderful kitties they also they're so needy for each other they're sisters and so when one's not in the room and the other notice they're just like they start meowing they're like Aww. my sister it's very cute they're very adorable but i'm also really excited to be talking about our topic today it's something I've been really interested in for a few years, and Chips has been really interested in for a while, too. And we're going to be talking about incel and red pill culture. For people who don't know what that is, incel stands for involuntarily celibate. Uh, they are an online community who, of uh, mostly men, majority, if not all men, who just sort of a lot of times have been labeled as a hate group <laughs> i know that sounds really weird for a topic that we have in our current podcast but i promise you it is really interesting and red pill is a um actually a term from the matrix from what nahabi mentioned <laughs> that's why <laughs> i watched it i wanted exactly. to know the red pill blue pill i wanted to get it because i've heard it before but i never i didn't know which pill was which one so yeah <laughs> and so now you know but red pill is also an online community devoted to discussions on male sexual strategy and they use a lot of words like alpha and beta and promote a lot of anti-feminist culture and are really about traditional gender roles within that like it's just really interesting to see sort of this group throughout the years because I first learned about incel culture, particularly when I was in high school. So like within the 2013, 2012 years, I started to notice a lot more talk about it. And it was because I was a Tumblr girl. So I was on mm -hmm. Tumblr and then every once in a while, people would be like, look what I found on Reddit. And it would be like people talking about incel culture. And I'll be like, whoa, that's crazy. Anyways, let me go back to my memes on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I ask a question? Um, yeah. Like, is incel, is it like a derogatory term? Or is it like they use it as a badge of honor? As in like, I'm an incel, like, how does that work? It's actually, if I'm saying it, from what I've seen in my research and chips, you can tell me differently. Like, it's kind of both, honestly. Um, incel in itself is a community of people who aren't in online, aren't in romantic or sexual relationships and don't think they can have a partner in any kind of way. Um, and it's actually really interesting. I learned that incel was originally created 25 years ago by a queer female scientist who was just a late bloomer when it came down to romance. And so she made an online community for people who were also late bloomers. Like she was in her mid twenties, didn't, was really shy about dating. And so she just had this, she had this online community of people who were also in the same situation as her. But, you know, after a while she kind of stepped back and then without her knowing, like the community became dominated majority by men who had a lot of hatred towards like society and women and 
not being able to find love interests. And so now she was just really, really surprised about all of that. <laughs> mm. That's interesting. I didn't know that. That's pretty, yes. that's pretty crazy, actually. So because I know that like from the Ansel community, there has been an evolution into voluntary celibacy now. So there are like groups that actually choose to be celibate and choose to reject women in general. So Do you know why? I think it's because of society shunning them and rejecting them. It's sort of their form of like fighting back, perhaps, you know, their form of rebellion against those that rejected them. I would imagine not being a member of that community. I'm not 100% sure, but that would be my thesis. Yeah, I think it should be made clear. Like Chips here is not like he's like me, a researcher. Also, he's like married, has relationships. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not online like that. No, no. I'm more uh, interested in things. I, I very much like going down rabbit holes and just researching things. And so I've always been fascinated by this group just because it's so far removed from who I think I am as a person. But I, I do like to see the duality between the insul community and how that sort of, you know, if you think about it in a way, it, it like completely combats feminism. So they're almost at odds with one another. So I like to understand both sides to see where this omino uh, animosity came from and like this anger towards one another. Have you ever met an incel? I, I don't think I have. I mean, if I have, they definitely haven't like identified themselves as one, but I, I can definitely think back to people that I could probably identify in my head. I just would never say out loud, but that probably would fit into that category. You know what's mm -hmm. saying? Because I definitely grew up with people who I think I'm like, oh, you're hitting some of these check boxes. But I think a big thing about incel culture is that it is it is online and it like people will not go out and start saying that they're incels because as of now in 2023, incels have such uh it's red flags everywhere because the community is seen as very violent and very like angry and not really someone not really like a place that you would want to be around people from that community for so many reasons yeah they don't seem like the fun group i'll say that yeah they're not really the play the people you invite to the kickback you know no. <laughs> so essentially Definitely these not. people are lonely that's it or at least that's probably where it starts. I think it definitely starts from loneliness, um, which is why it's really targeted towards teenage boys and boys going through puberty. Really? Um, I, I did it. I thought it were for the most part grown men. Well, it, it probably is... starts when they're younger, right? And then mm. probably goes into the adulthood. Yeah, because the thing is that like something that I've talked to a few people about this before, like, you know, coming into this episode and doing my research and the thing with this community that was really apparent very early on is that they this isn't a supportive community they're not here trying to give each other tips or how to be better people or anything like this they're a community that really is connected with feeling rejected and with feeling a lot of anger and let's say someone from the community goes out of their comfort zone, starts talking to girls or people that they're interested in, and then starts dating. It's not like 
the incel community is going to be happy for them. If anything, they're going to be like, well, you can't be a part of our community anymore. And also you were never really an incel if you had the ability to get a girlfriend this entire time. So you're like everyone else and we're not like you anymore, even if you've been in this community for years. They use the power of rejection as well, which is really interesting. I'd like to know, um, I know... I know this like is a very strong American culture thing. And I know it also like has things in Europe. Is it something that like you, when did you hear about like incel or red pill culture? Yeah, I was trying to think about the first time I heard about incels, but I don't think I was, I don't think I was in high school. I think it was way later in life. I probably was in uni like for my bachelor's and then maybe because like it probably came up in a conversation where someone mentioned it and I was like huh what's that I've heard of incel but I never heard of red pill men so yeah all I know about it is actually all the things that I've read online for the past couple of days like I I don't think I I even when I think about it I wouldn't be able to think about someone I've ever met in life where I felt like oh you are probably an intel or a reptile man um but i'm pretty sure that somewhere around here in the netherlands there are a couple of incels and reptile men <laughs> it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me i guess i'm just lucky enough to not have met them yet i i am curious so nahabi i, I know that sex work in netherlands is a lot more um acceptable than it is here in the states yeah it's not so illegal. i am correct right so I am curious if that sort of helps or aids in with people that maybe deal with that, you know, because they always have the opportunity to go out and, you know, have and you know intercourse with another woman. So maybe that does lower the level of population in those groups. Yeah, I, I, I guess it could lower the their sexual frustration because they're uh, able to legally go out and like have sex with women. They just have to pay for it, I guess but that's the that's kind of the thing where i i get stuck like where i don't understand it because is there like what's the what's the goal what's the end game with these incels like because what veronica just mentioned they just want to be mad they just want to be upset about something but they don't want it resolved they're not going to go out of their way to find a woman they're just like at 16 they already feel like oh it's never going to work out no, I think that's where the, the growth of Red Pill came from. I think because of that community and the Red Pill being able to go into that community and be really be like, oh, the reason that you feel this way is because of your inability to get women. So this is the way that you get women and really breaking down the psychological uh, things that happen between in dating and helping these younger men maybe learn how to get out of their comfort zone and better themselves so that way they're able to go out and date and not feel so lonely because i think what happens a lot of times is a lot of these people are very isolated and they don't have a lot of interactions with people and so they don't know how to socialize they don't know how to communicate and i think this is where red pill really took the opportunity and said oh this is our target audience these are the people we're going to target because they don't know how to interact they don't know how to socialize and we're going to teach them and that's how they were able to really exploit that community but so is red pill then because i thought it was a negative thing but if they are teaching these young men and young boys to communicate or go out is it like a good thing or are they teaching these uh 
people of the rap community like crazy <laughs> things or of how they should approach women sure i think i i think like anything you know probably things start with good intentions i think initially probably red pill had good intentions to help people but i think like anything it evolved into something where now it's become almost like an anti-woman movement you know or anti uh or a hate woman woman movement where now they're more of like attacking the opposite sex instead of actually helping men so i think maybe initially it was in a way to help but i feel like now it's evolved into like oh we're just gonna bash women for having high body counts for being sexually you mm. know uh you know available and stuff like that and now they're like no, that's not the way, those aren't the women that you should go for. So it's it's almost flipped in a way, I feel like, from where maybe it started from. Yeah, and like, I also feel that the, the differences here, because there is like a difference between incel culture and red pill culture, but red pill culture like is about teaching. It's like about teaching like how to use pickup techniques to like seduce women, mm. how to like, become an alpha male instead of a beta male, um, how to sort of become more of a man's man when you already feel, when so many people, especially like young men, feel inadequate in that area. I think like a incel community group is more about a bit more self-loathing, but red pill is more about empowering each other in a finding really ways to man manipulate way. women. Yes, because yes. it is categorized by the Southern Poverty Law Center as <laughs> a male supremacist group and a hate group. Like, it is a hate group. But, like, the idea of it, like, let's say you're a lonely teenage boy or a lonely man in his 20s, which I feel is much more lonely than being a teenager because at least you have your family. But, like, if you're a dude in your 20s who works every day doesn't really like talk to too many people is very shy very introverted and you hear about a group where you can talk to other men and maybe have the opportunity to get better at talking to women you would a lot of people would take that opportunity but then within that there's all this idea of like anti-feminist being very much pro-rape culture and about like traditional gender roles and pickup artist techniques and stuff like it, it is a toxic community but if you're a very lonely person and very vulnerable, it is something that would just appeal to so many people, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you know who comes to mind? Like, Dude. immediately, we haven't heard from him in a while, but he used to be, I think it was last year or the year before, like Andrew Tate, he was everywhere. He's, is he a rep, uh, rep pill guy? I think he started it right he was sort of the really? guy that really made it popular yeah I, I remember the first time i even heard the term red pill was around 2021 and i think that's when andrew tate really started coming on to social media yeah i saw him on a podcast called your mom's house and that's the first time i ever heard about red pill at all because mm, he really because i haven't heard him say red pill but i've always hear i always hear him talking about the matrix we're living in the yes. matrix you guys are living in the matrix and then yes <laughs> i was watching the matrix and i was like i texted veronica i cannot enjoy this movie right now because i'm thinking <laughs> about all these men who are now using this movie as a way to be misogynist and like how like andrew tate ruined the matrix <laughs> he did he really did and like 
the thing is that the creator of the matrix like is a transgender woman yeah like like, this was really about her going through gender just like just different ideas of her own gender and everything like that and then now it's like the the movie for very self-conscious very ironic ain't it (laughs) it really is it's really ironic that both these things were created by like lgbtq women and then now they're like heterosexual hijacked yes yeah (laughs) Yeah. i wonder how they feel about their like their work being used like essentially against them because i don't think reptile men are fan of people who are part of the lgbtq plus community i don't see that happening at all no i don't i don't believe they're not they're definitely not allies (laughs) yeah That would be crazy if they were, though. I mean, like, what a twist. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, (laughs) but you lesbians are okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe. I mean, they like, they know, at least they know with a lesbian, they don't even have to try because you're gay. No, but maybe they don't care for lesbians. Maybe if they would like go after all women, they would actually leave the lesbians alone. No, there's, no? <laughs> there's a lot of evidence saying that they like lesbianism within these communities are like, oh, it's not real. It's just because you've been around too many beta men that now you just date girls. It's it's really weird. So I'm mm-hmm. like, but that, w- that would be crazy if it was true. <laughs> it would make more sense to me to just leave the lesbians alone. Yeah, because what are you going to do? Yeah. Like- like you didn't even stand a chance (laughs) so something I'm really curious about because we're talking about incel and red pill culture particularly just about men who feel rejected as a community but because this is the like this this is our podcast (laughs) I really want to know as celebrities, if there's a celebrity out there that you think would be red pill or incel if it wasn't for the fact that they were famous. And rich. And rich, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think that really does stop a bunch of people from being that. That's a good question, actually. I have no idea. I have to really sit on this one. Do me last. <laughs> yeah, do you last. Chip, do you have someone? Okay, so I have a few. And... For, do you guys want me to start with red pill or incel? Ooh, you made a distinction. I love it. Okay, let's start with the incels. Incels, okay. So this one was a little harder for me because I feel like unless you really are completely antisocial, it would be really hard to actually be an incel. But I came up with a few, and you guys let me know what you guys okay. think. I, I said Kevin Spacey. Really? I, Why? Yes. I just feel like he's sort of a weirdo and you know he's definitely got a pass so i just felt like he would be one of those that like if he didn't have fame or money he wouldn't really be able to get women Hmm. that's true and i kind of put jack nicholson in that same one because i've always thought he was kind of a weirdo just like his facially he's just kind of a scary looking (laughs) guy and he just gives me those vibes (laughs) so those were kind of like my two i definitely get that i definitely get that because I feel like with with some of these dudes that like have that kind of weird personality and also like, yeah, just like a weird vibe to them, 
I think we're really lucky to have acting for as an outlet for some people, you know? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, this, this, this really does save people. You know who I would put down in the incel like culture thing? Who? Drake. Really? I think if Drake never became famous, it, he would be wait. Incel? Incel or red pill? Yeah. Because I, I would I would incel. put him in the red pill category. I agree with Nahabi. I do not see Incel just because he's very charismatic. Yeah. He's very good at talking. Yeah, to I him. think he would know. I think currently he knows exactly how to approach women and what to do in order to get what he wants. So I feel like he is actually a red pill guy instead of an incel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like he knows that now. Like, I don't think he's particularly good at that. I think he's very good at it because he's handsome and he got a tummy tuck and he has money and he's Beauty a is in the eye of the beholder. That is that is true, but there is more like what society is like objectively like, oh, not objectively, but like what is more commonly beautiful to society. But I, I feel like before he got jacked, he was still really good at talking to people. Because there was that moment when he got jacked and the internet blew up. But prior to that, I feel like he was still yeah. a very charismatic guy. You know day what? one, even in what's the show called? The Grassy. He, he had Riz. Oh, yeah, The Grassy. Classic. <laughs> he you has Riz. Right. Oh, yeah. Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy got game. Wheelchair Jimmy got game. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? I think you two convinced me. Drake is definitely more red pill than he is incel. Actually, yeah. a lot of the people on my list here are more in are more red pill than they are incel. But that makes me think, like, chips, who who's on your red pill list? Okay, I have a few for this one, actually. <laughs> so for red pill, I put Leo. Ooh, yeah, I see too. it. I see it immediately. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he just goes for young women. I'm like, this man knows the field a little too well. Like, he would definitely fit right oh, in. Oh, yeah, he would definitely be that kind of dude who's just like, because right now he's able to constantly date like 20 to 23 year olds. And yep. is that is like a kind of dude that's like, if you're past 25, that's too old for me, even though he's like, what is he like 50 <laughs> yeah. now? Mm-hmm. Like 40s, 50s, yeah. It's like yeah, it's a little crazy. If he didn't have the money and the fame and everything, he would definitely be someone online who's like, "This is why we. That's this is why like we need to date younger women so then we can mold them to be better like wives and also like the age of consent should be changed. Like like he's definitely oh. that kind of dude. <laughs> I can see it. Sadly, who Tell else is on your list? Okay. So I also put Vin Diesel on there. Because <laughs> I don't know why. That's the most Vin random. Just gives me those vibes. <laughs> <laughs> he just gives me those vibes. Really? <laughs> He's just like this muscle. He, I, he just does. He's just this muscly man that's all about family. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, I feel like that's just a front, man. I feel like deep down you're a red pill type guy. Like if you didn't have money and you didn't have fame and you didn't have Fast and the Furious, like. You would be out there definitely with Andrew. Oh, Tate. 100%. they kind of look alike. They have the same right? vibe. I mean, they're bald. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Dude, that's so real. Yeah, okay. I'm just thinking maybe just for red pill men, everyone who got accused during the Me Too movement. Oh yeah, if you if you got accused of being an asshole to women. 
and misusing your power, you're a reptile man. So like the list is very long. I'm not going to name any names because it's too long, but that's who I think is like our like reptile men. I, I definitely agree to that. Also someone who I think wouldn't fall into red pill men, but I think really belongs in this kind of group is Doja Cat. Okay, that's interesting because I was thinking about Doja Cat too, but I didn't know which part to put her in. Wait, huh? I don't know if she was more incel or okay, red Okay, because I was going to ask actually, what's the equivalent? Like, are women incel and red pill too? So like, please elaborate. I'm all ears. Pray tell. Okay, so I think, and you can add to this, please do do so chips if you can. Doja Cat has so many things about her. She's definitely a fan of like and definitely more pick me status for these red pill and incel men, especially because she was very internet famous, would go on these live streams and beat pics to like white supremacists, like really? Yeah. Um, and would just, you know, she was really, really, she's really, really about it, but back then she was more about it. Um, so even though she isn't a man and doesn't like necessarily fit that category, she is someone who I feel is within this community because she interacts and is, is like, I think like, I want to say pick me community is similar to like incel and everything, but I don't know how true that is because it, it works so differently, you know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like pick me would almost resemble like maybe red pill. Yeah, no, you're right. So I think it would be more connected to red pill culture. Pick me's. Yeah, because the pick me girls are more like this is how you get a guy. You just have to do whatever he wants. You just have to make sure you're always saying something mean to whoever, whatever girl is around while you're the man you want to be with. So yeah, I can see that. Oh, if just so all the big me girls marry red pill guys, the problem is solved. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We just yes. solved it. <laughs> Call me Einstein. Hey, we're done. <laughs> the hobby for president. <laughs> no, I love it. So I had an in-between and I was curious if you guys could help me. So I had a Shia LaBeouf. No, he's red pill. Because he, I think- isn't he accused of being an abusive man in like in real life so he takes it further than just like the internet and not like you know isolating himself he's really out there dating women and allegedly mistreating them so i would say he's rep bill you know i would say he's rep bill also i didn't know about the accusations or like the the abuse that he's doing isn't fk twigs fwa i don't i don't know what her name is she's like a singer from the uk and she used to date him and he um allegedly um yeah put his hands on her and everything during their relationship and stuff like that so i would say based on that information i would say he's a red pill guy instead of like an incel allegedly though i don't i don't have the facts on what happened but yeah that's real. I can see yeah, that. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I didn't know because, you know, I feel like if he wasn't an actor too, I don't know if he would quite have 
you know, the ability to go talk to women. It just doesn't rub me as that type but of guy. You think so? But it was no. there like a period of yeah, time where everyone's saying he's like really hot. But, but I don't know if they were saying it really. because he is a celebrity or because they really truly think uh -huh. he's hot. I've never I never heard about that. <laughs> but I think that's a, because he's a celebrity. Yeah. Maybe people change the way that we view beauty standards. How do you guys feel? I'm just gonna mm -hmm. throw a name out there. Pete Davidson. Ooh. I think Pete but Davidson he, if he would not be funny. Or oh, is no. it just no? Because are we saying if he's not wait, funny? All the people you guys previously named, if it's like is it if they're not famous, they don't have talent and they're not rich, or it's just like who they are? Because he doesn't have to be famous to be funny. So is he still funny? Or are we talking about funny? Oh, okay, okay. Then he's just a regular degular guy because people love funny people. But honestly, even yeah, if he like wasn't funny, the fact that this man's over six foot, I think he could always ah, find more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, man could be living out of his car and still yeah. slinging it. I just think Pete Davidson got it okay. like that. Yeah, see, I'm not good at, like, picking up on who would be an incel or a red pill person. But, okay. I think, no, I was just saying, I think incel is really hard because a lot of these people are very famous. So a lot of, the, especially actors, we don't really know what their personality is like behind mm -hmm. those doors. So maybe they are a lot more introverted. But I always think about the performances, so it's it's a little harder to kind of like That's nail true. it down. Yeah. That is really true. There is something that I want to talk about that I put a name to. I think there's like a more official name for it, but it's what I call the Seth Rogen effect, which is if every any if y'all know Seth Rogen, he is actor comedian producer all of these people did a lot of like pothead movies and rom-coms um but like he's known as a notoriously like nerdy and geeky person but my thing is that like the idea of like someone s similar to Seth Rogen would people would probably try to categorize him into these communities of red pill or incel because of the fact that he's like nerdy and geeky and maybe a little socially awkward especially when he was younger but I think that like Seth Rogen himself does not fit into those communities because of the fact that like he himself is incredibly laid back and also doesn't blame women for his problems especially back then too when he was like less famous mm -hmm. um, because he like he's just like not that type of dude but because of like the way that media shows incels and red pill people like we're we're posed to look at them as though they're like constantly these like nerdy or like just kind of weird dudes overall when in reality there are a lot of nerdy and weird dudes who don't go into these communities because they really they see through it they're like why would I blame women for my problems or why would I blame you know minority groups for my problems in this way too which brings me into 
what I call the Mark Wahlberg effect, which is Mark Wahlberg is seen as like a handsome person, but he himself is like, he, when he was a teenager, he did two hate crimes to men, to Asian men. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the type of dude that like, if he wasn't famous or rich or anything, if women didn't sleep with him, he probably wouldn't change his personality. He would just hit the gym more, you know? Mm-hmm. but actually kind. speaking about personality i think all these men who are pro- incels or rep reptile men i think they don't have personality that's probably the reason why they don't have any friends or any women and if they would just work on developing their personality life would look way better for them i just think that's it i think they do have personality I think you, they do. you think Andrew Tate has personality? Yes, I think he does have personality, but he definitely hides his behind his whole soda. thing. His whole personality is based around do how many women he does or doesn't get. So basically, he doesn't have a personality because if women weren't on this earth, he had nothing to think or talk about. This man does not have a personality. Yeah, but I, okay, I fully, like, understand and agree with what you're saying, but I think that, like, that is the thing, that's the persona he's projecting to get these younger boys to, like, listen and follow and give him money and give him attention, because in reality, like, it's, I think he's making these boys sort of stop their development of their own personalities by telling them like oh this is how I naturally am but in reality he's probably just like he has interests outside of whatever the hell he's showing in his like videos you know I really I don't believe that at all I really think that everything he does is centered around women because if you even think about how he was making his money allegedly behind the scenes which is by basically abducting women from countries letting him live with them and then used him as webcam girls everything he was doing was based around women i think that's why i'm saying like maybe if some of these incels and reptile men would decenter women life would look way better the same way pick me girls should decenter men and find a hobby and find a way to love themselves I think that's just the solution. I never really thought about it in the way that they need to decenter women, which is a really great point. I really do agree with that because like I always thought I'm like, maybe they should like get out of their comfort zone because I know a lot, especially when I like first went to college and stuff like that, a lot of introverted, really like nerdy, but shy, but like just dudes who had hard time talking to women, they like slowly made friendships with girls. And when they were able to make friendships with girls, they like their confidence boost up. They were able to actually talk to other women in their program and start dating and have relationships. But they were just like, you know, it took them a while because they were shy. And yeah, introvert. but all their confidence is now based on how many de- women they can or cannot talk to. So even the confidence that they gained is based on the opposite sex. That's why I'm saying if they decenter women, which could be hard if you never had like an experience with a woman, because then you're probably thinking your whole life you're missing out on something. So you're trying to you're so you're trying to chase the thing you think you're missing out on. But again, 
they need personality. What do you think, Chips? Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> so I think, because there's a difference between personality and charisma. So I think a lot of these characters maybe have the charisma to appeal to young men, but maybe in terms of like their values and who they are, they don't really stand on on who they are. You know, they definitely play put on this sort of facade and. I feel like a lot of them almost are almost trolling. They're almost just looking for attention. I don't really feel like a lot of these red pill guys generally believe everything they say. I think a lot of them are just kind of like trying to say the most outlandish thing that's going to get them views. And I think because of that, you definitely attract maybe the wrong audience and you start feeding them the wrong things. And that's why these young men now are so confused. You know, because it probably what they're hearing from these men online probably isn't very accurate to what they're experiencing in real life. I feel like, like Veronica said, a lot of these guys, if they just be themselves and they just, you know, show their interests to other women, I feel like you're going to find a woman that finds that interesting and you're going to be able to date. But, you know, if you're just trying to go for the type of woman that maybe these red pill guys are going for, that's where those guys are probably gonna struggle more because the type of woman they're going for is maybe more of your woman that likes to go you know, clubbing or enjoys you know, going to parties and stuff like that. And maybe they're seeking a different type of man. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. That is true. They do seem to go for the girls that want to go to the club, but I'm like, you're, you don't seem like you would want to be at the club. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, so it's like, you're not going to go for that type of woman, you know, you're going to go for a different type of woman. So, because I remember you're the one that told me, Veronica, that like, yes, these men can still have a pool of women that they can, that they can attain. It's just not the same pool of women that maybe these red pill guys are going for. So like, they're getting love from women. It's just not the kind of women they want. That's the point you guys were making. Am I getting it right? I think so. I think I think what it is, because I think what, what Red Pill is pushing so much is that men are just not getting laid. Like, men are just not having the opportunity to be with women. And I don't think that's the case in reality. I think the case in reality is these men do have an opportunity, but maybe not with the same type of women that these Red Pill guys are Yeah, they about. want the Instagram baddies, but they're getting Susan from Target. Like that's to just say it like yeah. Susan's great. Susan's yeah, probably Susan is probably a baddie in her own right. She probably has Correct. a lot of going for her, but she's just not the type of girl that's in fashion right now. Yeah. And I think like having those what is it? I don't want to say unrealistic expectations. I don't think it's unrealistic for like someone to be able let's say someone nerdy to be able to date like an instagram baddie because it happens all the time but i think if it's like if you're someone who doesn't have any shared interests with someone that's an instagram baddie that does like if the instagram baddie isn't about the same shit you're into but you still expect to have some kind of relationship with her i think that's the unrealistic expectation of it so like why not date the girl that like goes to the board game like clubs or like you know all of that stuff but also like I really want to like emphasize that like Nahavi you are right with the fact that these men also have to decentralize women because if if like a lot of these men in the red pill community had friends who like you know if they weren't always talking about women if they were just about talking about like hey how are you feeling? Or like, hey, you want to go play basketball or you want to go do this and do that and then not constantly spend every second of their lives thinking, oh, 
well, it's really fucked up that I can't date Kendall Jenner or something, you know? <laughs> Can you imagine like spending every minute that you're awake thinking about not being in a relationship? That sounds crazy to me. Because if that's all you're focused on, how are you going to be able to focus on the other things in life that are going well? And it just doesn't make sense to me. That's why I made the comment that they should like focus on other stuff. And I'm probably, once they focus on things they like, they probably meet a really cute girl at the, I don't know, if you like soccer, you might meet a really cute girl at the soccer game. Like, that's true. Yeah, I agree. I think usually women like men that aren't too needy. So if you're seeming needy and that's all you're focused on, you're probably going to come off that way and you're probably not going to attract. You feel like incels and reptile men are needy? Uh, well, like how you were saying how like these men just need to be mm -hmm. center from women. I feel like a lot of them are like you're saying, they're just putting all their focus yeah. on women. So like you said, if they find an interest outside of that, then they'll appeal to women more because they won't be so focused on just trying to get a woman. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like yeah. if they're I've, it's like they're putting women in a weird pedestal where they're like, don't they're not really seeing them as people. And when you're not seeing a woman mm -hmm. as a person, one thing it's going to be way more intimidating for you to go and talk to them or like have a relationship. But for another thing, even if you're in a relationship and the woman like breaks the illusion of like being a perfect woman, quote unquote, then it's going to negatively affect the way you treat her in a relationship, you know? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just sitting here thinking like this is so wild so chips how do we cure them what do you think we should do like like an answer now to 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 just change the internet forever wow that's a lot of pressure how do you change how do you change red pill or how do you change insult community well yes. what is yeah what is the advice you as as a married man what is the advice you would give incels and reptile men who haven't been able to find the love of their life yet <laughs> yeah how'd you meet your wife <laughs> i met my wife in college so i was pretty fortunate we met when we were pretty young um i i think it just comes down to what you want i think a lot of men just don't know what they want I think a lot of them think they want the Instagram baddie, but like Mahapi was saying, they probably just want a Susan, you know? So I think finding what you want out of your partner is a lot more important than putting a number on the board, you know? Because I think a lot of these men are just more focused on how many people they're sleeping with and not so much, you know, the quality of life they have with another individual. So I think if they just really think about it and really take the time to understand what they want and which values they want to live by and find someone that sort of fits that I think they'll end up a lot more happy and I think a lot of times we just allow social media and the world to tell us how to live our lives when in reality I think you just kind of got to look inward and see what you want out of life and what makes you happy wow that's beautiful he actually had an answer I didn't expect that <laughs> finger snaps that was poetry <laughs> I read that from my script right here. No. <laughs> well, yeah. I I don't think we could have ended any better than there. Like I think that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you for hopping so on. Much. Yeah. Please give give people your Instagram. 
Well, first of all, thank you guys for having me on. I had a blast. Uh, I'm a big fan of podcasts. So, you know, I love listening to your guys' podcasts and it's really funny. You guys have a great dynamic and I really enjoyed listening to it. Thank you. So thank you very much. But uh, my Instagram is just dreambenders9. And yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Yes. Hop in his DMs for advice, guys. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He... He has great advice. Very, very smart young man, very right? Prolific. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do charge though. You so should. <laughs> charge him Pokemon cards or something. Oh, that's very like smart. Yes. Yeah, there you go. They're going up in value, so yes. Ooh, good. Save <laughs> for my kid's future. <laughs> Hey, well, thank you all for listening in and bye, love. Bye. See you next week. Bye.